Travion, is this a new bed? I've had this one, I just rarely play it. You know, I actually put in some new beds a couple I, of weeks ago. And when, when we come back from break, I want to bring in a bunch of new ones, too. I swear, like, but I, I put them in the system, and then I couldn't find them the other day. Because I, I ran the board on Tuesday, and I couldn't find them. I've got a bunch that are sitting on the computer at home, and I want to get tagged and taken care of and dump into the system. The problem is, is right now, that also happens to be the infirmary. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, that's still still going on, huh? Yeah. What do you want to say what that is? Uh, that would be it? that would be the big C right now. And uh, yeah, COVID. Thanks. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. Affecting the family. Yeah. That's one thing I'm like, please just stay away until after the bowl game. I know it's like ramping up again or whatever, but just leave I've, me alone. I've until... already started the consideration. Do I take a mask along for the flight? I've seen a lot more masks. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot more masks, grocery stores, public places yep. for sure. Yep. I know a lot of people that have gotten it recently. It's just a weird uptick. Yes. At least, you know, and. I b- we believe that Monica got it, unfortunately, at the office, which, uh, you know, a number of, of her coworkers had come down with it of late. Better than the uh, niece of my sister-in-law who, who held a wedding, and it turned into a super spreader event. Yikes. <clears throat> yeah, not good. Poor Lindsay got it last year, dur- like, over Christmas. Oh, yeah. And you know she works in the you know the school district, and so, so much has for break. Christmas break, right? Yeah, oh. and it's spent the whole time sick. sick. I was like, God yeah. dang it! I, it was hard not seeing her for a couple, like almost a couple of weeks. Like, yeah, yeah it wasn't it? It felt so weird. Uh, but anyway, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we'll be able to have old family th- Christmas. Well, not you know, right up at my parents' house. Well, she wasn't able to go last year, and I'm going to once again make the pitch that the health department has right now, where they're. Uh, giving uh where they're doing the vaccinations continue to do the vaccinations i got the bivalent just before thanksgiving and i think that that's a big reason why i've not come down with it given the living situation travion remind me i gotta ask us anything question remind me to uh ask it okay at the end of the show our number is 537-1350 hour two of the game the game after dark the game after work we got a three-piece today. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, and Travion Berkland with us today. First of all, we, we talked about this yesterday, Troy. Yes. And that was that you you put it all on the line yesterday on a nine-leg parlay. Won it. You did get it. Yes, Florida Florida controlled against Ohio, very simply. So, so your nine-leg parlay won you how much money? $6.58. A real de- degenerate over here. So... We also talked about potentially hey, doubled doing... doubled what I put in. Come on. Well, we talked about, though, putting down like three bucks on a parlay that could win us like 14 grand. Yes. Now, you kept track of that, though. Like, would we have been close? I went ahead and I put a buck of my free bet money that I had off to the side. Okay. On it last night. 18 and 7. Uh, yeah. 18, yeah. So, seven... Seven failures on that one last night that would have scuttled it. The biggest one was Ole Miss falling so far behind UCF in the first half that there was no way to rally. And Maryland, as a home favorite, lost to UCLA big. Well, and then, well, remember, remember what the game that was that just sent the, the cash prize through the roof was that 
Louisville yes. at home was such an underdog to Western Kentucky because they were winless, and Western Kentucky was like 8-2 and two going yes. into that game. Yes, and I went ahead and I bet Louisville on that one. You took the money line? I rather I took Western Kentucky on that one on the money yeah. line. So yeah, that's, and so that that's one of the seven that blew blew it up last yeah, night. Spoiler alert: Louisville won their first game last night by eleven. And that if you would have picked on that parlay, not Louisville, instead you went with Western Kentucky. Instead of it being fourteen grand picking Louisville, it drops like to five hundred bucks. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a huge drop. I should have stuck with Louisville. So those that took the money line on the Cardinals, Woof. congratulations. Hope you won a, a decent amount of cash tonight. All right, so do we have a caller? All right, let's go to Ron from Manhattan. What do you got, Ron? Yes, you guys were uh, talking about COVID, and uh, it's kind of an uptick to it. Yeah. And I just wanted to encourage everybody to get their, their booster um, I spent 29 days in the hospital mm. and nine of those on a ventilator. Ooh. Now, this was before the, there was any vaccinations. This was back in 2020. But if you, uh, especially if you're elderly or you have some kind of medical condition, uh, I would highly suggest you get your booster. Okay, well, I appreciate that, Ron. Uh, hey, while you have it, I know you you follow the cats closely. We're we're going to transition into the topic of Deuce Vaughn and um, you know his All American moments. Like to you, does Deuce Vaughn have a particular moment that you would say, "All right, that's what told me he's an All American." Well, I tell you what, uh, my memory is so short, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to say the one that he ran um, against TCU. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I absolutely concur, Ron. I really appreciate the call. Yes, you bet. Thank you. That's Ron from Manhattan here on the game. So I uh, during the break, I was putting together my list, and I got five. <laughs> I got five plays because I started at two. I was like, I wrote down Ron's answer, and then I came up with another one, and then I remember a play from 2021. I was like, oh, that's I got to put that one on there, yeah. And I ended up with five. Uh, so 537-1350 is our number if you want to call in and give us your Deuce Vaughn All-American moment. I'd love to hear it because he is. Hashtag my boy Deuce Vaughn. Deuce, if you're listening, feel free to call in. <laughs> we'll talk about your All-American consensus, All-American status, back-to-back years. Second Wildcat to ever do that. And um, he joins Chris Canty, who was a consensus All-American in 95 and 96. Also saw this from Alabama today. So Will Anderson... Linebacker sash defensive end, whatever you want to call him, who is an absolute beast. He's going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft this year. He is one of six that I have on the uh, Sugar Bowl opt-out stakeout radar. The squad car is still out there in Tuscaloosa, by the way. We're going to get an update from the officers here in just a moment. But um, Will Anderson is the first Alabama player in history to be a unanimous All-American in back-to-back years which is a hell of an achievement. That is extremely hard to do. I mean, you got to be mm-hmm. an extremely gifted athlete. But I would have figured Alabama would have had one by now. Right. I mean, there's, there's just are all of them leaving after that first unanimous All-American season and jumping to the NFL. But I would also have, you know, you got to be eligible as well for the draft. Um, so, yeah, Will Anderson, I mean, it's just incredible. I, if he were to play... He having him and Felix Andy DK Uzama on the field, 
Uh, of course, not together, but um, in the same game. I, that that would be oh. that would be really cool, honestly, to see it unfold. It really would. I mean, that that's you're talking about some incredible talent at the same, you know, pretty much the same position. Who the hell are you going to hold? Oh wait. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. I'd be. Does Alabama double team Felix? Do you think they do? They think they are good enough on that offensive line to double team Felix. Luckily for Felix, he's been drawing a couple of holding calls the last few games. A couple, about seven more that should have been called. So, did you put together a list, by the way? Or I did not. Okay, well, I was going through my uh, my bull picks real quick, noticing that uh, the ESPN users don't think very highly of us against Alabama. Well, here is how confident I was in Deuce Vaughn in being hashtag my boy. Another All-American moment for Deuce Vaughn was with 6.50 to go in the first quarter, first game of 2020 against Arkansas State when he ran for 12 yards. That was his first touch as a Wildcat. That's how confident I was in Deuce Vaughn. You know, I had a little bit of pressure going into that game because I had said that week or maybe the week prior that he's going to be special. And all I, all I was going off of, and of course I seen his tape, um, and I knew it, at that point it, it was already a story. He was pretty. It felt like he was overlooked in the state of Texas. Um, but I had seen that this five five, maybe one ninety soaking wet, true freshman is second on the depth chart, but behind Harry Trotter at running back. I was like, okay, there is something about this guy that is already getting this kind of attention. I was like, okay. He's got to be special, right? That small of a guy mm-hmm. that can already earn second team, and he's a true freshman. Okay. And then first play, he's like ooing and on the folks in like a ten percent full stadium or whatever it was. Um, my next play for Deuce Vaughn's All American status, and that told me he was an All American, was the next game and his catch for seventy-seven yards in the third quarter. So, I still wasn't like we had still not really seen him like really break a tackle. I don't think at that point yet. And then, first of all, what a throw by by Skylar Thompson to thread the needle when when Deuce Vaughn's in the slot, he just kind of rolls out of a tackle and then he is off to the races. That was his first big gigantic play as a Wildcat. And it honestly, it felt like it took a while for him to top that. It was so good. Just his second game as a cat. And that's when we were like, okay, Deuce Vaughn, not only is a running back, an all-purpose guy, is absolutely legit. Next on my list, now this is not his like best player ever by any means, but it's still an amazing play. But it's also one of my just personally one of my favorite plays was that run to the left side against Kansas last year on the road for 80 yards coming out of the locker room for a touchdown. That's just personally one of my favorite plays of Deuce Vaughn. And then last on my list, that was a Deuce Vaughn All-American moment, has actually not taken place yet. It's a big play against Alabama. Big play against Alabama. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. He is going to have a huge play in that game, at least one. Because to me, Deuce Vaughn shows up in big games. With the exception of maybe a couple but in, in the 2020 season, but that, you know, that was during the losing streak. The whole team wasn't doing well. Nothing was clicking. 
getting shut out at Iowa State. Like it was around that part of the season. Right. Outside of that, the kid shows up in big games. Let's go to the phone line five three seven thirteen fifty. What's going on, Vern? Hey, good to good to see you tonight. I'm out here at the Pizza Ranch with some K State football guys and the Center of Hope Ministries. We're trying to uh, raise some funds for the uh, for the shelter for uh, individuals that are you know, kind of in a homeless situation. We want to keep them warm through the winter months, and uh, uh, so yeah, I just wanted people to know that if they wanted to help out, we're a little hungry tonight. The Pizza Ranch is the place to come. That's excellent. Do you know uh, who's out there when it comes to the players? Well, we get uh, got Deuce out here, oh. got Malik out here, we got a whole bunch of them out here, some track guys out here. Got, but I got Deuce right beside me here. If I can get his attention, I'll let, uh, let him talk to you. So uh, I heard you guys talking about his great plays and the one he hasn't even made against uh, Alabama yet. So, well, definitely tell Deuce to have a couple of pieces of pizza for me, and uh, tell him congratulations for us on his all uh, consensus all American. Absolutely, he's. Uh, uh, he's an all-American man. He's, he might be a good football player, but he's an all-American man, and uh, he's doing some great stuff. And uh, let, let me get his attention here real quick. Uh, he, he can uh, he can say some words here. Hank Day. You don't you don't have to worry about it, Vern. Hello, <laughs> Deuce. How's it going? Hey, it's Mitch Fortner from uh, K Man. What's going on? Ah, oh, nothing much, man. Just uh, serving the community right now. Well, I, I wanted to congratulate you on, uh, and by the way, you're on air right now. I just wanted to congratulate you for uh, Consensus All-American back-to-back years. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I couldn't have done without everybody that's supporting me over these past three years. Well, congratulations. I know you got to get back to it, so I uh, appreciate you coming on for a couple of seconds. Of course, man. Anytime. I appreciate you all for all the support, and uh, yeah, man, go Cats as always. Deuce Vaughn, right here on the game. Thank you so much. Thank you. Boy, that there, there you go. You didn't know that you could pull, have that kind of pull, did you? That was pretty interesting. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a first for me. Let's remind folks that, uh, again, though, that is Pizza Ranch, where they are raising funds tonight for the shelter. Man, I could have really asked some questions right there, but I couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger. I was like... No, I couldn't do that. Not, not where, you know, he's doing something very important right yes. now, and it wasn't the time nor the place. Let yes. him, you know, answer those questions on his own time. Uh, very interesting. I mean, shout out to Vern. By the way, that was Vern Hendricks, yes. for those that don't know, um, with that call. Damn, we always had some good calls here on the show today. All right. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm kind of blushing over here. I was like, that, that was a heck of a uh, move by Vern to get Deuce yes. Vaughn on the phone. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, it is the Sugar Bowl opt-out stakeout next on the game. I don't like this one, Travion, to be honest with you. It's too EDM for me. It's a banger. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you positive? I super duper. Under your criteria, this is a banger? Yes. It's better with the voice though. We'll we'll get a uh, we'll 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 get a poll out there. What's a bigger banger? This or the number one song of the day you're gonna hear in you know roughly ten minutes? 
All right. Pardon me. I'm going to FanDuel to put down a bet. What, what is it? You got to tell us. I mean, if you, how many, first of all, how many legs in this parlay? Uh, no, it's going to be literally just one leg. Uh, number one song of the day. All right. What's what's the official lock for, yeah. ten, for tonight, Troy? Uh, Tyler at 40 plus and uh, re- alternate uh, receiving yards for McCaffrey at 25 plus. Well, there you go. A little Thursday night action. It's not a great payout for it, but it's a simple one to. And Just how much, add a little juice to it. And how many bones on this? Uh, I've got a, I've got ten on it. That is a big bet for Troy Coverdale. That's the wiping out of the free bet. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if it's a free bet, you should definitely go something with with bigger odds. Well, but what's playing out here is that this is going to be part of a roller that a friend of mine is putting together, and so you take your winnings from that then tonight and you up it tomorrow. You know, utilize that that winnings and going through this through Christmas. Well, you need to put like a like a George Kittle touchdown in there somewhere. Like anytime touchdown. Separate bet. Ah, parlay it. You're the parlay king over here. You just hit a nine leg parlay. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're back to the game. Mitch Fortner, Trey Coverdale, and Travion Berkeley. And if you just missed him moments ago, Deuce Vaughn himself was on the show via Vern Hendricks, via Pizza Ranch. <laughs> um, and uh, we were able to congratulate him over the phone, being a two-time consensus All-American. Oh, boy, did that get some reaction via the texts? that's for sure. Uh, no, Lindsay, I was not prepared for that. I was very pumped about it, though. Very cool moment here in the game history uh real quick i want to i want to shout this moment from last night i thought it was amazing uh lindsey was there to watch it with me first of all i do want to say spoiler alert if you have not watched the finale of survivor turn the channel real quick come back in about 60 seconds give you a second here again i'm gonna spoil spoil the end of survivor if you haven't watched it yet all right here we go uh, the winner was uh, this gentleman by the name of Mike Gabler, who was 51 years old, won the million-dollar prize. And he was like the underdog. I didn't think he was going to win it, but he like won the jury over. Right. Uh, so I, I thought this was one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed. He donated his entire $1 million prize to veterans. Wow. Veterans in need who are recovering from psychiatric problems, PTSD, uh, and curb the suicide epidemic, is what he said. Uh, I thought that was a a -a one-of-a-kind move. That is... That was an absolute tearjerker of... If you want to talk about just like reality TV or reality competition television or whatever... um, Baller move. I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Baller move. That's tremendous. All right, that's been 60 seconds, right? Spoiler over. Everybody that's not listening can come back now. Travion, let him know. All right, let's get to something we haven't been able to do in quite a while because it's been kind of quiet. We need to get to the Sugar Bowl opt-out stakeout. And you know when we're on a stakeout, I need a little bit of of music. So we're going to go through the uh, radio stations here and try to find something. It's hard to find stuff in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We're just kind of in the boondocks out here. Stuff that's not country. Yeah. Let's see. 
Uh, well, this is a little offensive, but okay, I guess we'll. It's something, right? I, you know, <laughs> it's it's not like we're sitting outside the police department. All right, so the latest on the Sugar Bowl opt-out stakeout. As a reminder, when it comes to K-State, got three opt-outs for the bowl game that are kind of on the radar. Deuce Vaughn, running back, of course, defensive infielder Andy D.K. Uzama, offensive lineman Cooper Beebe are those potential guys that could opt out early for the for uh, NFL draft if they just decide to leave early or you know could come back for next year. You never know. We'll find out sooner or later. Meanwhile, for Alabama, still six players on my radar of who could potentially opt out. Quarterback Bryce Young, defensive end Will Anderson, safety Jordan Battle, corner Malik uh, Malachi Moore, rather, running back Jameer Gibbs, and safety Brian Branch. All six are project- projected to be first or second round picks in the NFL draft. Troy, we've been out here for over a week and not much is happening. An amazingly quiet time, especially guys, given that practice is coming up. Guys leave and then they come back the next day. Wait, what's that? Let me put down my peanuts for a second. There's a guy walking out and he looks like he has packed his bags. He's got that opt-out look on his face. It's Aaron Anderson, a freshman wide receiver. Highly recruited, but really didn't play this year. Transfer portal, dude. Transfer portal. That's it. But finally, our media is starting to spill some beans out there a little bit. So Alabama practice starts tomorrow. Now, when it comes to any sort of press conference stuff with K-State, we'll have one on Monday. And then we'll have another one on Thursday next week. The Monday is just bull prep. Alabama. Thursday will be signing day. Even though it's Wednesday, there's a basketball doubleheader on Wednesday, so football is like, you know, let's do it on Thursday. Let's have our own day. We'll talk about the new boys on Thursday. Alabama media has reported Alabama will start practice tomorrow, and Saban will speak to the media for the first time since the college football playoff selection show. We'll speak to the media after practice. That could potentially be a breakthrough in the case, Troy. Our stakeout, could it be coming to an end tomorrow? Or will we have to wait until later, more next week, more maybe Wednesday? Because Wednesday, December 21st, will be the last time Nick Saban will speak to the media until the team arrives at the bowl game in New Orleans. So that's basically where we're at right now. We're still staking this thing out. We're out of donuts. We smell like crap. The wait continues. Now, I will say it again, that the way I feel about it is I don't care really who suits up. But I will say that, depending on who doesn't suit out, could you know project this game going in certain directions. You know, if K-State doesn't have Deuce Vaughn and Felix and DK Uzama, things change a little bit. If Alabama doesn't have Bryce Young and Will Anderson, things change yeah. a little bit. I'm just looking over the bowl list and go Oklahoma State. Oh, yeah, six starters in the transfer portal. That one goes down in the list in terms of confidence points. Not picking the Cowboys. But the thing is, like, the last time... Okay, so the last time Bama wasn't in the playoff was, like... Gosh, I'm blanking. I had it here just a second ago, and now I lost it. I think it was about four years ago-ish. I believe that that's right. Is yeah. when they played in the Citrus Bowl. 
and they had two guys opt out, and I think there was potential of five or six. So, and there was, you know, there wasn't too long ago that there was a former player for Alabama saying that he believes that all of them are going to play. All the potential opt-out guys are going to play. Nick Saban will, will, uh, you know, hey, shout out to Bob Marley coming up. Nice. Uh, I like kind of like this radio station now. Uh, <laughs> Travion is really digging it. Should we keep the? Should we uh, keep with this station moving forward, Travion? Correct the mundo. There's not enough radio stations that play Bob Marley. I got to be honest with you. I can get down with some Bob Marley. It's a shame. One of the greatest of all time. By the way, Travion, let everybody know what this song is called. Three Little Birds. Yes, it's not. not everything will be all right. Yes, it's Three Little Birds. Fun fact, everybody, if you didn't know. Now I'm getting into this. Here it is. Three Little Birds. There it is. Now you know if you didn't know. All right, that's pretty much the opt-out stakeout anyway. Does Tuscaloosa have a Whataburger? Because that would really hit the spot. We don't need to be back here until tomorrow anyway, do we, Troy? I think that, I think that yeah, we're probably better off uh, going ahead and trying to get cleaned up a little bit. I think now we just need Centravi on undercover. We'll get him the glasses with the fake nose and mustache. Send him into that press conference with Nick Saban and get him to ask the hard-hitting questions. They already know our faces. We already got to keep our distance. 2019, by the way, was the 19. year that they did not make the playoff. Number one song of the day, coming up next. Smile with the rising sun. Three little birds. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Okay! So, a couple of things. One. Ouch. Yes, this did go number one in the United States. It's we, crazy. We we once were a... That's another thing. Troy yeah. is anti this song. I've just heard it too many times. Well, I mean, that's Christmas music for me in general. And I know you're probably shocked. Mitch Fortner playing a Christmas song? Listen, there's also another Christmas song that went number one in the United States. We once were a proper country. As a matter of fact, that very song is number one in the country right now. Right now. And it's number one in the country for four consecutive years. Mariah Carey. Maybe I'll save that for another day. You know, if I got time, maybe next week. It'll be a number one song of the day. You know, just we'll have to see. So for those who listen to K-Man's Morning News, you heard me mention this morning that this was not going to be in my play mix. Brandon asked. What about the rock version from the movie? Never heard No. It. It's really good. You're not a no. fan of Ross Bagdasarian? No. Do you and know his tape th- tricks. Do you know what year this came out? 56. 58. The first year of the Billboard Hot 100. 
It's one of this was one of the first uh, number ones. Believe it or not, it is called the Chipmunk Song. Christmas, don't be late. By the Chipmunks with David Seville, which was the character played by Ross Bagdasarian, who also did the voices for all the Chipmunks. Four weeks at number one. Alan the Chipmunks. Is an American animated virtual band also was like puppets, I believe, at one point as well when they're on the Ed Sullivan show, which started as a franchise in 1958. The group consists of three singing animated chipmunks named Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Now, who are the chipmunks named after? Interesting question, right? It's got an answer that's not that interesting. They're named after Liberty Records president Al Bennett, owner Cy Warnocker, taking a guess there, and then engineer on duty when they were recording Ted Keep. There you get the Ted, chipmunks. Ted's the Theodore, yeah. Get the chipmunk names. So the way they got the voices to sound the way they did. So the Chipmunks' voices were recorded at half the normal tape speed on audio tape by voice talent. Generally, Ross Bagdasarian. And then when the tape was played back at normal speed, they sounded like a full octave higher in pitch at normal tempo. Wasn't the first time this trick was pulled the first time? Might remember a movie called The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. The Chipmunks were first depicted in animated form on The Alvin Show in 1961. Like I mentioned, they were on The Ed Sullivan Show in the early 60s, I think it was late 50s, early 60s, as like puppets. You can even you can find it on YouTube. Like even Alvin is like a big sledgehammer. He can act like he's gonna hit Ed Sullivan over the head with it. And old David Savell's like Alvin gets a big laugh. I mean, it popped the crowd. Got nice. a great laugh. But through the successful franchise, the tip- Chipmunks have become one of the most successful children's artists of all time. Fifty-six albums. Five top 40 hits. This is their only number one. It's from their debut album. Let's all sing with the Chipmunks. One of my first CDs was the really Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeak Roll. When did that come out? Like probably like 2009, 2010. Never heard of it. One of the uh, albums that they put out back at, at, under the Chipmunks uh, back in the 80s was a complete spoof on Urban Cowboy. Urban Chipmunk. Yeah, that wound up in the mix at my household. The uh, inspiration for Ross Bagdasarian, again, a.k.a. David Seville, came from when his youngest son, Adam, who had a habit of asking in September if Christmas was here yet, he figured if his son was already asking about the holidays so early, other kids probably were too. This is it. Turn up a little bit. The guitar riffs make it a little easier to withstand. 
Does Sunny 102.5 have this on the playlist? I think they need it. Doubtful. I think they need it. It might be one of the best Christmas songs of all time. This uh, So the original version we were playing from 58, that was actually the third take on the song. It had two, basically, remodels. They had to really work to get the right sound, and the Chipmunk song was that third crack at it. Believe it or not, won three Grammy Awards. Best comedy performance, which was there really that much like comedy being put on tape or putting on, put on album back in the fifties? Hmm. Uh, best comedy, yes, actually. Per- uh, best. Oh, say okay. Also, uh, best recording for children and best engineered record that was a non-classical. Within three weeks, the song had sold over two point five million copies. It was a hit right out of the gate, and it was. The fastest-selling record in 1958. And like I mentioned, just the second Christmas song to go number one. The other one we may play someday, you know. (laughs) We'll see how much Christmas music I really want to play because I'm not a big fan. We'll take a timeout. Travion, along with me, plus one, with a question after this with Ask Us Anything. All right, so my question is, for Ask Us Anything to kick us off, do you have an idea of what you're getting for Christmas? I know that there will probably be some K-State gear involved in it at one of the Christmas celebrations. I don't have a clue. Beyond that. I honestly don't. Yeah, beyond that, your guess is as good as mine what Monica may spring on me. Because I get asked every year around Thanksgiving, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, caboodles of cash. Cash is the best gift ever. Yeah, that'll be one that's in the in the stocking as well. But Travion and a lottery ticket, I'm sure. I don't really get gifts anymore. I mean, like last what? last year, my dad got me tires for my car, so that was. I cool. mean, practical. I've yeah. thrown out the idea because Janet Jackson's coming to Kansas City in May. I've been throwing that out there. I'm like, hey guys, if you want to help me out with that, that'd be uh, pretty at, cool. At T-Mobile Center. Yep. I'm kind of hyped because I originally had tickets to see her in 2015, then she canceled it, and then I had tickets to see her again like three years later, and then I couldn't go for various reasons. And so now I'm like, this is the time because I never thought yep. she was going to tour again. Well, I guess I guess this was just recently announced because tickets aren't on sale yet, but... They go on sale tomorrow. Well, Adam Sandler is going to be at the T-Mobile Center in February 11th. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. But you're telling me, okay, so do you know what day the, the show is for Janet? I, f- I just found it, May 2nd. Yeah, May Wait. 2nd. I think it's a Tuesday. And how about this? Is that at T-Mobile? Yeah. Ludacris is opening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. All righty. All right, what do you got for us, Travion? Um, if you could only eat three foods for a year, what would you choose? You said three? Mm-hmm. Uh, if a burrito counts, I would do a burrito. Just three, huh? Boy. Yeah, that's... That's a tough one. I would, I'd maybe have to put in there shrimp. Love shrimp. Well, oh, I love food so much. Wings wings i'd have to go 
have wings in there at least because, you know, at least that's a basic chicken. Um, have to throw in pasta. Doesn't matter how fixed. I can do butter noodles even, you know, with a little Parmesan on it. Do you have a favorite pasta? In general, no. Um, I mean, I'm... I mean, if you get into specific with sauce, uh, Alfredo, love chicken Alfredo, uh, but I would have to say steak, okay. top of the list. Give me some of the cow parts. <laughs> I would go with a fried chicken sandwich. Popeyes? Uh, yes, preferably. <laughs> How did um, I know? Bar nachos. Bar nachos are like literally yeah. the best thing in the world, and I can never, I don't know. They're the best. And I could, I don't know about a third one. I Tra- have to think about Tra- that. I found the uh, the presale code for Janet Jackson tickets. Yes. Oh. They're not that expensive. Is it, isn't it like together again? Like literally that's what it's called? No. Uh, you're talking about, yeah, the tour is together again. Oh, okay. I thought the code might have been that. No, the code is cheer. Oh. Uh, and, uh, Let's see here. How many tickets do you need? Uh, I don't know if anybody else would go with me, so it's probably <laughs> one. <laughs> do you usually sit nosebleed? You get per- try to get pretty close. It doesn't matter for her. I need like she's the last Jackson I can see. So because I saw wow. the, I saw the brothers in 2012 at the Apollo Theater in New York. Wow! So that's a. Hell of an opportunity. Yeah, that's my other bucket list. So, all right, we got to wrap it up. Hey, believe it or not, we're having a show tomorrow. We're actually going to be live tomorrow from four to six for Travion, Troy. I'm Mitch. Go Cats. <laughs> <laughs>